Okay, welcome to episode four of Spoonful of Sugar podcast. She's the sugar, and I'm the other one. Sugar, how are you doing? She's the spoon. You're the spoon. <laughs> Spoonful I... of heroin makes the medicine go. I'm okay. How are you doing? I am okay. How mu- how willing are you to talk about your week this week? Oh, good lord. Oh, I'll be willing. Basically, it was uh, I'm a I'm a COVID idiot, but not in the uh, in the sense of you know not believing that it exists. I'm paranoid about its existence. So basically, I felt sick, have like the the sore throat. Although, you know, after I got tested, of course, you know, I'm thinking about it. And my, oh, my God, my throat feels sore. Long story short, I got tested. I have to stay in isolation or I have to stay home now. My test came back negative. But in the meantime, work makes me stay at home anyway. So it's just a total shit show. Okay. Can you walk us through the testing process? Because I've seen it on TV, but I don't know what it actually feels like. Okay, you know what? Actually, the wait is longer than anything. So you're standing in a line. Everybody's wearing masks. Um, you're spaced out really well. Uh, then you get inside. You're still standing in a line. And then you get sat in a room. They explain to you what's going to happen. And then they're about to take a sample. Now, some get throat swabs and some get nasal swabs. Well, lucky me, I got the nasal swab, which I call the brain tickler. It goes so far up your nose. But when I say brain tickler, it actually does tickle. I laughed so hard after it was done. So odd. Is it painful? That I laughed. No, there's no pain at all. What it feels like, and they described it perfectly, is that you have water stick up your nose. That's it. And it takes five seconds. They literally take, put the swab up, and then he counts down from five, and you're done. Only one, I would say only one nose, only one nostril. Okay, that's not too bad. And I have... you, get to choose, you get to choose your nostril. <laughs> well, that's well, a nice I mean, feature. Actually, it was really important for me because my other one, he's like, do you have a preference? And I'm like, no. And I was like, wait a minute. You probably want to do the one that's not pierced. Because can you imagine getting the fucking swab stuck on a nose piercing? No. Oh, I should have let him done the nose piercing. Well, at least it would have been a better story. Oh, yeah, when they ripped the earring out? Definitely. Fuck. Isn't that funny how you call it an earring? But it's in my nose. So it should be a nose ring. But, I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, you'll say an earring in your belly button. Well, no, it's a belly button ring. Yeah, I'm just an idiot, basically, is what's happening here. I'm not calling you an idiot. I'm saying we all say it. No. I'm calling myself an idiot because an idiots are as idiots do, and I just proved it. <laughs> All right. Okay, I I'll have a very important would you rather today. Oh, okay. Because you've been trapped yeah. indoors, and I just don't know what else to fucking talk to you about because that's where you've been. So, my question is, would you rather a cool breeze on a hot summer day or 
an almost gasm, otherwise known as a aw, good try gasm. Oh, cool breeze on okay. a hot summer day. Okay. Cool cool breeze, you say? Cool breeze. Is okay. that what you said? A cool breeze. Cool breeze, hundred ten percent. Yeah. Really interesting. Why? At least the cool breeze is doing something. <laughs> I mean, really, like you know, you're hot, a cool breeze, it's nice, it's refreshing. Satisfying. I'm not saying it's not enjoyable, but you're giving me a choice. It's like, okay, ask me if I'd rather have a donut than an almost gasm. Well, I'm going to take the donut. Yeah, because it'll be satisfying. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like a cool breeze on a hot summer day would be satisfying. Okay, is an almost gasm similar to say, like, let's say. You only get the stump of the muffin. Is that like a food version of an almost gasm? Or would it be like you get the donut, but there's no frosting? Am I, am I, I just, am I getting it? Like it's, it's still good for what it is, but it's missing the best part. Okay. That is a perfect description, actually. I think this says more about my fetishizing food than it does about any heterosexual sex. It really has to do with me this is clearly my problem <laughs> you know i no it's a really good description you know you're, you're still enjoying it you're still getting the satisfaction out of the muffin but you're not getting you know the, the best part icing but i think that's sort of what sex is kind of all about like you and the two of you now i'm speaking of straight sex i'm assuming that the two of you could always be satisfied 100% of the time together. Sometimes I just don't want to. I don't want to receive. But I, I, we've had this talk before, but now there's not a straight man interrupting us every three words due to his own insecurity. So it's kind of nice to have this talk again and revisit it. Anyway, point being, what are you talking about? I, I have no idea. We cannot talk about it. This is That's just for the old school listeners from way back when. That would know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, having said that, having said that, it is a joy to be here with you because you are a rarity in podcasting. You're a straight woman willing to talk about just about anything. And that, I want to embrace that and milk it for all it's worth. And I still think that that's odd. What, what do you um, mean? That, that I'm considered a rarity. I, I personally think that you're wrong. <laughs> I, considering the fact that I listen to hundreds of hours of podcasts in a month and you very listen true. to very little, I'm going to explain my reasoning behind that because I feel that there are way more middle-class white guys doing podcasting than anyone else for a number of reasons. One of them being they can afford the equipment. Another one being they probably have a wife at home taking care of the kids so they can spend hours upon hours a week recording, watching oh, whatever show no, inevitably I, they're watching. Like right, women don't about, have Yeah, we did talk about this before. Straight women don't have as much leisure time as straight men do, and I'm not saying that about everyone like generally because I am I guess I am generalizing, but usually the woman has more to juggle. Like whoever the primary caregiver is, I should say, not necessarily the woman. Although I'm bucking that so trend. So in other words, what you're saying is is that we need to find more Single, straight women who are barren with cats. Yeah, because I've got tons of lesbians 
with cats. Some are single, some are not. All of them have cat harnesses, I'm assuming. Like, there you go. That's nine-tenths of it right there. Anyway, I just think it's interesting that, like, we're going to get a glimpse into a straight woman's life, which is really unusual and weird. Okay, now that we're not being interrupted, I, I want to hear your point of view. I'm not going to interrupt you. I'm just going to listen. Like, do you care? Are there times okay. where you're like, I don't care if I orgasm or not. This one's for you, kid. Or there are times where you, like, really want to, but you can't. Like, or you want to, and he's just, I don't know, gone already? Yes, like, yes. Yes to all of the above. I, you know, like sometimes it's, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes you really want it to and it won't. I mean, like the, the older you get, the harder I think it gets to, because just of biology. For a woman? I've never heard that. Um, well, I mean, okay, as, as you get older... <laughs> well, you're much, much diet. older than me. You are so much older than me. So that's, what is it, two I'm, years? <laughs> I, I guess it's like, yeah, I guess it's only like four or five years. But four or five years is big. Remember when you weren't 40? Yeah. And you had like no idea? And About, then you hit 40 and now it's like, oh, I get it? No, I have even less of an idea. <laughs> I know less now than I did 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know less about like, like your body or how it's changing. Well, I'll tell you what I did notice. Uh, I have a really long black chin hair that was just hanging out there, and <laughs> I look like I'm not an observant person, and I hate looking in the mirror because, like, you know, I don't need that kind of like toxicity in my life. I don't need my reflection to tell me I'm old. I feel old, but then I looked up, and the sun was just beaming down in the exact right spot and I was like great there's a really long black chin hair like how long has that okay, been how there how long are we talking oh I wasn't it was more thick I guess and coarse and like terrifying it was like wee, 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 and then it was just just there and then I'm I'm naming it after you I hope that's okay oh fantastic I've always meant to be named after coarse black chin hair well have Thank I got you. a treat for you so you plucked it, I'm assuming, right? You know what I did? I took an electric razor to it. So I'm going to have to keep on keeping on. Why didn't you pluck it? Well, what's the difference? It's coming back either way. Except this way it's not painful. There's something really satisfying about plucking out black hairs. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I have experience. Okay, this is not my first rodeo. My first chin hair that I noticed, and then that could have been there for years and I probably just didn't know because like you know sometimes oh. when you're walking outside and there's like a breeze and you can feel you know little micro hairs just kind of flowing around and then I have a mental spot in my brain where I'm like okay I'm gonna get home and I'm gonna really focus on whatever the fuck that was just kind of like blowing around in the breeze and I always forget <laughs> oh it's just your it's just the thank god we don't get your hair oh at least, at least that. I don't think we do I don't, I, I would have it by now, wouldn't I? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think I, well, I'm going to get somebody to check my fucking ears now. <laughs> I'll go off and knock on the neighbor's door. Excuse me. Can you see if I have any ear hair? Take a picture, you fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I never thought of that. Either. <laughs> <laughs> see, you're still 1992, okay? <laughs> I really am. I never thought of that, actually. That's <sighs> terrible. I had something to talk Okay, so the black chin here, I have a story. I was in a meeting at work, and I thought somebody just had, like, an errant, errant dog hair on them. Oh. Um, 
And so I was pulling it off of them, and it turned out that it was attached to their neck. A woman or a man? <laughs> it was a woman. Oh, sugar, no. <laughs> oh, my God. And the reality is because pulling a hair out of the person's neck. <laughs> oh, shit, I'll never forget that. It was, it was, I felt so bad, but at the same time, it was so fucking hilarious. Because it was just expected on both sides. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, so don't be around me if you have any, like, hair sticking out. Because I'll be just like, oh, I'm just going to pull it out. Did it come out in your hand? (laughs) I had a really good grip on it or something. Oh, like you ripped it out? What's that? Did you rip it out of her neck? (laughs) Yes. I thought it was, like, a I grabbed it, pulled. Oh, that is my worst like, I, nightmare. Like, my God. Oh, my God. It was so fucking funny. That's got to so go funny. in a sitcom. Like, why isn't that in a sitcom? That would be the best. Write that down. You got to write that down. I know, down. right? Yeah, 110. Write that down. Okay. Neck, hair, pull. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'll put it on the list. Okay. Oh, God. That was, yeah, it was so funny. Anyway. <laughs> She laughed with you, thank God. I thought she was going to, like, go slice her wrists open or hang herself or something. Okay, so she laughed too? That's great. No, no, no. No, it was, uh, yeah, it was... You know what? What it comes down to is that we all get them. We all get these stray hairs. I always tell the girls that I work with that if you see a hair, please tell me. And then I get home and I find a hair and I tell them they're fired the next day. Yeah, we're just... Then I rehire them. We have hair. We're like people. What what kind of people? But it's like, yeah, like hair grows out of weird fucking places apparently. And it's, it's getting uh, harder and harder to keep up with that kind of nonsense. We were talking about like um, evolution and how like, so we have evolved from apes. And for some reason, our body has evolved to the point, or at least some of us, to not have as much hair as an (laughs) ape. Right? Yeah. (laughs) So... Okay, but what are we going to evolve to? Mr. Clean. Like in thousands of years. Just completely bald. Like is it going are we or is there going to be hair again because thinking about things like, you know, the sun becoming stronger, uh, is is our body going to have to be protected more? Is our body going to or I should say our body because we'll be but is the human body going to evolve to that? Just an interesting thought. Yeah, I don't know. It's either going to go more hairy or less hairy because of the heat. Like, African oh. people don't... Oh, is this going to be racist? I don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm kind of scared. I'm really trying hard not to be racist, like, even just fake racist. So I'm trying to turn a new leaf. But I'm just asking, considering, like, you know, African people live in a hot climate, and they're way less hairy than us. That's actually a really good point. But what about you go You go up north, you go Inuit, also hairless. But are they? I have not really... Um, my interaction with people, with Inuit people, has, has been very minimal. They don't, they're known for not being a very hairy people on account of how they can't grow mustaches. 
Like, think of David Suzuki. That's the best. No, is David Suzuki Inuit or Asian? Oh, no. He has a mustache. Yeah, that's what I said. He's the best that they have to represent them. But Suzuki, is that not like a fucking Japanese name? Uh, that's a Japanese name. Oh, I gotta go, man. This has oh, been a long day. This is, this, this is the Suzuki of the Yukon. Uh, yeah. I remember them. On the tundra. <laughs> Suzuki. Yeah, because that's an Inuit name. Oh. oh, it's the stupid hour. Oh, God, it's the stupid hour. But, okay, okay I, I, but I also don't know his his full background. But, I, um, but if you think about it, though, like if you look up through Asia and then Asia to Russia and where Mongolia once was, it's all, and so at some point, all of that were the same people. Do you know what I'm saying? And then the continents broke. No, the continents broke off before people were around. Holy fuck. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> let's, let's talk about something else that doesn't yeah. take so much. David Suzuki uh, is Japanese. So, okay, he's Japanese. <sighs> so our... Are, are, are people actually listening to us talk shit, or are we just kind of talking into the uh, the abyss of the interweb? You mean, are people listening to the show? Yeah. Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah. I mean, sure, it's what just me clicking wrong. play, like, over and over and over and over and over, but, <laughs> I mean, there are different incarnations of me, so... There you have it, I guess. No, there's lesbians listening. There might be a dude. You know what? I got a donation from somebody named, uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't say. And it was a male name, and I was astounded. Astounded. Are we sure a male name, though? Because, I mean, Aaron. Right. No, it was, uh, can I say it? Oh, why not? It's just a first name. Sergey. Sergey is not a female name. Oh. Right? Total dude and name. Um, and that's a very, uh, if I'm not mistaken, quite a Russian name, too. Pardon me, if anyone is an expert on names and which countries those names come from, it's me, actually. Like, I don't know if you heard that whole David Suzuki conversation. Okay, but I would agree with you, like like Russian, Ukrainian, something like that. Right, right. Um, and the only reason why I know that is because hockey, you know, most of the surveys come from Russia. Right. So how did that happen? Do you think he just wanted to change his address? Oh, here's another awesome story. I have, okay, so I have a change of address Facebook page and you're allowed to ask questions of people trying to join your page, like to weed out people who are trying to find like a 90 day fiance situation, like just like move in and like catfish poor women that don't know any better on the internet. So you have to kind of weed people out to make sure they're not in the wrong place. So my questions are, because this has happened multiple times, I wrote down, one of the questions is, are you a woman over the age of 60 trying to change their actual home address on Facebook? And this woman wrote, yes. And lo and behold, she was <laughs> she was a 60 plus woman trying to change her physical address on Facebook. Like not even just the internet, but on Facebook for some fucking reason. And I just was like, decline. I just couldn't believe it. She's like, fuck, how are people this stupid? That is crazy. That is crazy. I should have asked her for her banking information. At the change of thing, though, like I'm, I'm kind of confused. But I, I actually don't do Facebook, so maybe I'm, I'm kind of lost. Let's talk about who liked one of my tweets today. Tell us all about it. Jason Sudeikis. 
insane. How did you, okay, tell me all about it. Tell me all about it. What was the tweet? Okay. So, um, he has this new show on, um, Apple TV and he's a coach. And so he did this speech on the show. It turns out that the speech he did was a speech that Alan, well, not a speech, but Alan Iverson was in um, a press conference and he missed a practice and he did this whole big thing about, we're talking about practice, man. We're not even talking about the game. We're talking about practice. And so it's this whole speech that Jason Sudeik missed. So anyway, I saw it. Fantastic. Going through the comments and one girl said, I had no idea where this came from. I didn't realize like it was copy off something. And I said it was one of the greatest by one of the greatest. So it's like one of the greatest speeches by one of the greatest ball players. And Jason Sudeikis liked it. I'm just not as I'm not as into sports as you, I guess. So I I would never have recognized uh, that reference in a million years. Right. So and that's the thing is once they figured out because they sort of did by side of the speeches so you knew where it was coming from and so somebody posted it as a sort of side by side and these people were commenting oh I didn't know that that was what it was from and I commented and he liked it and I just thought it was so fucking weird because it was like holy shit like it just shows you how small everything is and how like Twitter man like it was, it was and it was just a simple comment and literally, I got two likes on it. One of the girls that commented, that I commented to, and fucking Jason Sugate. Like, how is that? You are like one tweet away from greatness at all times. It's cool that he would even write, <laughs> like, no, but I know it's kind of sarcastic and it didn't mean to, for it to come across that way, but really. And you've been touched by tw- on Twitter by numerous famous men. How does that feel? Touched. <laughs> ha- okay, ha- have I? You know what? I do follow by, um, I don't know if you follow him. You should if you don't. He rarely talks, like, about, he was an NBA player. Great player, too. And, but now he puts out funny videos and touching videos and just everything. Rex Chapman, do you follow him at all? Yeah, you told me to, and it's been an enjoyable experience. Okay, there you go. And so he decided to follow me. And I'm just really not sure why. Well, he could have followed you and then muted you. So if that makes you feel any better. Or maybe worse. Maybe that was worse. And deleted me? No, no, no. Like, you can can follow somebody and then mute them. Not that that's what he did to you. Why did I do that to you just now? Why did I do that to you? I just maybe to take the pressure off you. You don't have to feel that he's watching your every move. (laughs) Does that help or hinder? And that's the thing. It's like, okay. I mean, I know Twitter's not like the be all and end all. But when little things like that happen, I'm not—I'm not, not going to lie and not say that I'm not fairly joyous about it. It's exciting. It kind of is. Yeah, I'm not here to minimize. I really feel like that's super cool, and like I'm sure he didn't like a thousand tweets he saw that day, but he took the time to like click that little button on yours. And isn't that what life's all about? Clicking so buttons. <laughs> clicking that little button. Uh, you know, it's such a strange. Thing because I don't like social media. I don't. I think social media is probably one of the worst things to ever come out of the internet. That being said, I really, really enjoy Twitter. 
because this can be such a mix of everything. Yes, I agree. It's news, it's uh, celebrity bullshit, and you can put your own dumb shit out there, too. As opposed to Facebook, which is, I, I don't know, I gotta get off Facebook, man. Like, Oh, fuck, I hate Facebook. I, I think Facebook is so toxic. It can be. And, and maybe it's maybe it's because it's more of a personal, like, on a personal level, people that you follow or follow you or you're friends with or whatever it is, you know who they are. Like, in real life, you mean? Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're either friends from high school or whatever. You have to take Facebook with a grain of salt, though. Like, it's always best foot forward, and they're kind of shining up their life when, in reality, they're probably going through a divorce and their kids hate them. But they don't... No one ever puts that on Facebook, right? It's just like, I'm so great. Look at my beautiful children. the opposite, where, like you said, you know, you're you're putting on, you know, um, like the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain sort of thing. But um, and then on the other hand, you have the people who like to uh, air out their dirty laundry. Yeah, and that's always fun. I I just I have a friend. Remember my friend whose wedding was going to be on a Friday, the one like that, that uh, uh, bought the black lab, and then three days later it pissed on her uh, leather couch, and then miraculously the next morning she disclosed that her daughter had just very suddenly become allergic to dogs and she had to sell the dog. Of course, she is the most annoying Facebook person. Ever, 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 ever just checks in multiple places, like gets on a pulpit, argues with her boyfriend, tags him in all this shit. It's like, do you guys not have a phone? Are you not in the same fucking room? You don't have to tag him in a dress you want. He's right beside you. Like, why, why this full public uh, mixture of bullshit? Like, it's just unnecessary. I mean, I use Facebook too, but I kind of do it to make my misfortune public so that other people may laugh and say oh okay well she's also swimming in a pile of dog shit so and that's the thing is I started I I would appreciate more if I wasn't following the people that are like because like honestly and and I'll be like super real here having depression and anxiety that I couldn't handle it anymore like my depression just crashed why why was is that even though logically I can tell myself this is sort of not real life. We're seeing the shiny side of things of the nickel and logically you can tell yourself that, but then, you know, I don't want to say the bad voices in your head because you know, that just sounds really fucked out, but you get like sort of the bad voices in your head telling you, well, look at them. They're so much better than you. And it just sort of brings you down. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. And I've actually gotten other people off of Facebook for that reason as well. Being that I I don't think it's healthy, especially if there's, um, you know, some mental health issues. It may affect poorly. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, for sure. It's definitely more, uh, more with people you know as opposed to celebrities and, uh, you know, burner accounts and stuff on Twitter. I enjoy that part a lot. I I guess I do still like Facebook a little in the sense that like there's people that I only interact with on there. Although I have to tell you, I, I regret uh, friending so many work people because I have to make specific lists for what I'm about to post and who can see what, where, because I don't always want my coworkers to know what disgusting, terrible thing I'm thinking of doing or what stupid joke I've made about my mom's asshole, you know, those types of things. 
do you do or do you really do that? Like, like you actually? Yeah, I I like filter. Don't, you, no kidding. Well, sometimes I don't want my brother-in-law to see that I'm making fun of the fact okay. that Sarah and I got into a fight about who's supposed to. I don't know, put like, you know, stop leaving the peanut butter on the counter. And then she'll tell me, well, your fucking sourdough is caked all over the sink. And you know what I mean? Just dumb mundane things when I joke about divorce and like all that kind of stuff. I don't want him to see that. So I have to like create lists of who can see what. See, to me, that is too much work. That is too much work. And that's why I like Twitter, because essentially, I think you're one of two people who actually know who I am on Twitter. That's it. And the other person doesn't really matter much anyway, so. Clearly. I the mean, only one who matters. <laughs> it's so good to hear, though, you know? It's just... Uh... <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm not saying that the other person doesn't matter. That sounded really no, that's ex- No, that's exactly um, what you said. That is exactly what you said. I matter. It's exactly what I said. You, <laughs> yes, you matter. And this other person doesn't. But it's more so that I sort of have different reasons for being on Twitter, whereas, you know, uh, this individual has a podcast and who will, like, actually bitch about friends and co-workers not listening to his podcast. What? Who is this? Can you tell me? No, you can't tell me. Can you tell me? Well, is it someone you I work can, with? I'll tell you later. Okay. It is somebody who I work with, and I don't think that you'll know who they are anyway. Okay, I don't need to know, but they... I would never, when we, when I first started podcasting, I told everyone, I told them eight times, I gave them very specific instructions on how to get a podcast. And now I'm just like, like people have worked, have, have asked me if I still do one. And I say, no, I do not. I don't do that anymore. And I just, I pretend it doesn't exist because I don't want, I want privacy as stupid as that sounds, considering I'm broadcasting my voice all over the internet. And like, if one of them was smart enough to realize that, Hey, they're friends with me on a Facebook account that isn't my real name, all they had to do would be to Google that and there would be link upon link upon link to this show. But none of them, it's occurred to none of them to do that, thank God. Although I don't think I've said anything terrible about any one individual except for the one girl who blasted Christmas music super loud, like so loud that I could hear it over my headphones in my ears. And another girl complained about it. And I I was so proud of myself that I didn't go over to her and like pick up her phone and smash it on the ground. Cause it was, you know, when Christmas where you're in the depths of Christmas and it's just like, you cannot see the light of day. It just so awful and never ending. And the weather's awful. And she's just like singing along to fucking Frosty the snowman. It's like, fuck off. Look around. Okay. So I, I worked in a depot, and honestly, I think that even though, like, you know, we don't talk about work, I also like like the idea about talking about work because I don't know if people know sort of how depots are and things like that. And I think it's kind of, I don't want to say it's interesting because it's fucking not. But anyway, posties are a crazy bunch. There was, uh, I was in a depot, the downtown one, so it's a, it was a really, really large depot. And there was one guy who used to play when we could actually have music. Like, how fucking stupid is that? And he had, like, a stereo at his case. And I used to call him DJ Dance. And so he would play. (laughs) He would play, like, sometimes we'd have disco day and sometimes we'd have country day. Well, this was before I was down there. There was, you know, the Porky Pig uh, Blue Christmas song? I know the song, I know the guy, I know the time of day he would play it. I worked there for years, and I fucking hated that. 
Well, there was one guy I worked with, and again, this is before I went down there, but I guess this guy, DJ Dan, played it so many times that this guy finally fucking had it. He walked over his case, took the CD out, and smashed it. <laughs> uh, that makes me so happy. Because right? would, he would always play it. How do I explain this? When In the old days, before we had these corporate vehicles, you had to tie out all your mail. And there was a time of day where those mailbags had to be ready to go. And if they weren't ready to go, they were going to go late. They were going to go in a cab and it was going to fuck up your whole day because you're going to be waiting. And he would always play that goddamn song right at crunch time. Like the, the, the letter carrier assistants are walking up and down. Last, last call for relays. Last call for relays. And it's just like, dude... Shut that thing the fuck up because it would just drive me insane. Like, why that timing and why that song every single day for the month of December? Why? Why? I think this guy that smashed that CD needs, like, some kind of fruit basket. I did not realize. I wonder if he worked downtown at the same time. I worked there from... I mean, it's quite possible. I worked there from 2006 until 2000... Late 2008... So that's, um, yeah, I, I for sure heard that two, two Christmases in a row, at least. Actually, maybe three, because oh, I think I left, two, so I went to funny. the next depot in spring of 2000. Uh, who cares? Anyway, so. Yeah, you know what? I can't remember these dates, but I just think that's like the funniest story. And apparently the guy who did it, um, very mild mannered, you'd never have thought it was going to be him. Those are the ones that always snap. Right. Think about the neighbors. Right. Quiet guy, very nice, mild mannered, wouldn't hurt a fly. They're the ones that fucking snap. He's lucky that that he didn't pick up the entire uh, radio and smash that to pieces. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> okay, we've got time for one more subject. Do you want to pick one? Anything interesting tickling your little donut over there? Oh, can no. I say that? I can't say no, that. No, you. My little donut. Your little unglazed donut. <laughs> Oh, you go ahead. I'm trying to... I, I can't really think of anything. Okay, yeah. I have I have a question. How do you feel about Ellen being mean? Oh, God. Uh, you know, like, it's shocking. So was her show really cancelled, or did I just read that in error? I don't think it's been cancelled. I think they kind of made it seem like it was the producer's fault for it being kind of a shitty workplace. So they fired a bunch of those or program directors. I don't know. Someone higher up. They. Oh my God. That better not be like, um, cause there's Andy, you know, her, well, I think he's the producer, Andy Lastman. And he seems, but I mean, she seems like a lovely individual too. So. Well, I think the point is that like, I didn't know there were so many terrible pictures of Ellen DeGeneres until all this shit came about. Cause usually she's cute and sprite like, and then all of a sudden it's like, she's got these super long old man ears and they've like photoshopped her face to look like this super evil troll. Like I have never seen a bad picture of Ellen until this happened, which is alarming to me. But I have like a sweet spot for Ellen, or should I say a soft spot or a soft sweet spot, depending on who it is you're talking to. She risked her entire career and lost her career, 100%. lost her show for every gay person to come after her, such as myself, who's almost as famous, almost as rich almost as adorable in a blazer. Okay? So I have a spot for her where I think, you know, I am on your shoulders. I am standing on your shoulders because you were brave. Like, it could have come about that she never got this talk show and she could be a heroin-addicted bag lady in Santa Monica. She took a huge risk for everyone to come after her to benefit. So I have a problem, you know? I feel like I can 
you know, I feel badly, but also then you read the articles of people who have worked for her, and I can understand how she gets to be so pompous because she did lose everything, and then she came back, and the same middle-aged white women that were afraid of her and brought her down on that other show, now they're dancing with her, and they're buying products she's recommending, and they're addicted to her show, so she fucking won. So I think that that amount of ego would puff you up so huge that you would be like, yeah, I don't want the crew looking at me. Oh, what's that? This woman left to have her baby? Hire her back and then we'll fire her. Okay, great. Telling your staff not to make eye contact with you? Like, that to me is a level of fucking superstar crazy. Like, Jennifer Aniston is rumored to do that too. That I just, I just can't understand. Like, I get it. I'm sure they get stared at a bunch. Which would be uncomfortable as well. But I just couldn't imagine telling people, do not look me in the eye. You are subservient to me. Oh, exactly. That's what it sounds like. And that's the thing is that how much of this is actually true? Like, do we know how much truth there is to this? I don't know, but there were a hell of a lot of stories. And they there must be some truth to it because she's admitted to there being a toxic workplace. She doesn't admit any fault in it, but that it did exist oh. and it was uncomfortable. And the average person couldn't stay there. Like, it was like a huge mark of honor if you could make it a year, which tells me that it wasn't Jesus. a great place. I just wish, like, why can't well, there yeah. be anyone cool? Like, just just be cool and nice. Like, her whole thing. Be kind. All right, you first, fuckface. Like, Right. Why? I mean, if that is her whole thing, and, uh, like, you, no matter what, no matter how she acts, you still, I think you need to sort of separate the male blazer from the, the bitch, we'll just say. I mean, I don't like calling anybody a bitch, but if she's acting like it, We'll call her a bitch. Well, fair enough. She's you gotta separate, savage. You got to separate the two <sighs> because regardless of, of the things that have happened in the recent past, the fact that, like you said, she she put everything on the line, like that's, that's huge. It was everything to me. Like I was, I think, 15 or 16 when she came out and before her, there was not much, you know? It was a really hard time to be a chubby uh, young lesbian because... I don't know if you understand this. I'm sure you can empathize, but gay people have to wait a lot longer for their lives to start. Like, we're very much closeted. You have to hide who you are. We have to wait usually five or six years longer than everyone else. I mean, in the 90s. I hope now that you could be, you know, 16 and gay and date someone of your own gender and there's, like, no big deal attached to it. But back then... It was like, I had to wait till I was, when did I start dating? Like 19? Yeah, I mean, I can really only empathize with that. And I mean, I grew up in small town Manitoba, where honestly, I don't know anybody gay. Well, you did, but you didn't. They, they existed, but it, they I, hid. Okay, exactly. There you go. I did not know of anybody. Nobody came out. You know, it's funny because, and then you hear sort of later, and it's like, oh, okay. You know, those, those things like, oh, you know, the, the two men that used to, like, you know, <laughs> be roommates? <laughs> and it was like, oh, really? I had no idea. And I really didn't. But it, it's it's no different than, you know, um, my mom telling me that this First Nations boy I went to school with that he was adopted and I was arguing with her that he wasn't well he's first nations and his family is Icelandic (laughs) (laughs) there's a little bit of a difference Uh, fair enough okay do you want to call this a call this a day here 
Oh, I and I'm just really enjoying this conversation now. But yeah, you know what? To be continued. I still think we need to uh, change the um, change the show name though. To what? I don't know. Something that is more inclusive to the two of us. No, just I... the two of us. We can make it if we try. The two of us. Oh my god. I think uh I think dog's ears perked up all over the city just now. Yeah, and uh, you know, lost some listeners, whatever. That's their that's a them problem. Whatever. Anyway, if you want to think of a different name, we can certainly do a different name. Doesn't matter to me. Or if or if, you know, some listeners want to, you know, suggest. <laughs> sure guy? Yeah. Good fucking luck with that, dude. <laughs> Good fucking luck with that. I've got old women trying to change their address on the change of address fan page on Facebook. And that's the Fuck most that. action I've seen in some so time. So funny. So, sure. You know, you know what people love to do is email me. I get the odd one and it's like, go. ah, oh, someone does care. There is someone out there. Sergey. oh, God, that was such a nice, thoughtful thing you did for me. And then that's it for a month, maybe. So, yeah, I'm sure they're going to write on in, okay? <laughs> You know, just even like hi. Yeah, I hi. Know. I'm here. I'm listening. Yeah, anything. Anything. Yep, I know. But think about anything when... to make us feel like we're not talking just to each other and recording it because that's essentially what we're doing. Yeah. Well, I, I, the the tiny tiny bit of of the statistics that I get, the tiny window into the vast nothingness that are the statistics on the Podbean page. People are listening. Like whether or not it's me playing the same episode hundreds of times. Um, it's none of your business and it's none of your concern. But what you need to know All is right. the hits are there and they'll just keep on coming. Okay. Okay? So it's going to be fine. Everybody's, we're going to take care you, of it. I got you back, okay? Okay, you enjoy right. the rest of your COVID oh, uh, staycation and... Uh, oh, God. Fuck me. Yeah, you got a long, long anyway. haul. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. 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 All right. Have a nice long weekend. Also with you. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Okay, okay, bye.